What if you want to retire early? Does it feel overwhelming? Where do you even get started? Well, Sherwood, Greer, and I have an exciting money talk lined up today that's going to help you get started down your early retirement path. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. This issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have time to research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk with Skylar Fleming, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. I'm here to do the research and learn about all the things that go into personal finance. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. Welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. In today's episode, we're talking with Sherwood Greer about retirement and starting early. What are you going to do if you want to retire early? How do you even get started? What are some of the thought process involved around that kind of a decision? Today's episode is one that hits close to home for me and my wife as I think and begin to look towards early retirement. How do we get ourselves set up now to make the decisions easier down the road and to make this goal easier to obtain? It's so far away. At least it feels like that now. So where do we even get started? Today's conversation is going to give you some good takeaways that you're going to be able to look into and some great insights to make it easier and more manageable to think about. Joining me today is Sherwood Greer from Gate City Advisors. Sherwood brings a wealth of knowledge to today's subject and is going to help us all on our path to early retirement without feeling overwhelmed. The money talking points for today's episode are, what do you want your retirement to look like? And two, How can you get the investment machine moving? With the money talking points in mind, let's get right into today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's interview on Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. Joining me today, I have Sherwood Greer, and I'm really excited for this conversation because we're going to be answering the question, what if I want to retire early? What if you're a young adult and you want to get started on the right path and you want to get going and you want to look at that early retirement. So thanks for joining me today, Sherwood, but can you go ahead and introduce yourself for everyone? Yeah, my name is Sherwood Greer. I'm with Gate City Advisors out of Greensboro, North Carolina. I love helping people think about retirement. Fantastic. That's That's really, really concise. I love it. Let's get right into the conversation. We're going to help people with some really valuable information today to start thinking about early retirement and start thinking about that area of their life. But for me, like I'm, I'm 26 and, or 25, sorry, I guess I don't know my own age, but I'm young and retirement can seem so far away for me and people my age. How do we even begin to think about it? Sure. Well, I will tell you this, Skylar, I'm 61. So I remember like yesterday being 25. So it's amazing how quickly you'll move through time. But you know, the one thing is, Really, I think we need to reimagine two things. One is work. What does work mean? And secondly, what does retirement mean? You know, the old saying, if you enjoy what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. And I will say that where I am in my career right now, I really feel that way. But that came from, you know, so to speak, putting some time in and uh, thinking about what I was doing. And at the same time, honestly, I would tell young people right now, you don't really have to think so much about it. You just have to start doing the right thing. Mm, that, yeah, that makes sense. You got to start, 
getting your investments in the right place or actually investing, start looking at your 401k and actually using it. You don't have to plan out your retirement because for me, I think that would be overwhelming. Do you think that's a little bit of why you say don't think about it too much? Yeah, I kind of say in your 20s, there's two things that I really believe make a huge difference. The first one has nothing to do with investing. It has to do with things like debt, you know, keeping yourself out of these problem areas. So if you can keep your lifestyle such that you're able to support what you're doing, and then secondly, start putting money away right away. So the one thing I will say, you know, if it's somebody with a newspaper route, and again, I'm old enough to remember when you physically got a newspaper, but whatever that first job is, start putting funds away right away. You know, and so it's really, that's why I say, don't worry about like how much return you're going to get. Compounding is one of the most fantastic things in human history. It'll do a lot of the work for you. Yeah, it totally will. And one of the things, a recent podcast guest of mine said, it's nice when you get to that point where you can start to see your money doing that compounding work. And even at my young age, just because my wife and I were able to get started earlier, like even though we're young, we're still starting to see that just in a, in a little bit. And it's exciting Absolutely. to think, hey, in 20 years, yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah. It's always that first part. You know, it's the inertia. I say it's like trying to get a, a jet off the ground. The hardest part is getting that inertia to get off the ground. Once you get things going, it's a lot easier to maintain. Yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. It's like, it's also like, a, I can't remember the analogy perfectly, but even like a bicycle wheel, if you start in the highest gear, it takes a lot of effort. But once that highest gear is really moving, you're you're flying around and down the road on that bike. So absolutely. Yeah. Get, get the wheel going. We want to talk about getting in that right path, stay out of those problem areas, but how can young adults invest wisely to build their retirement assets while they're young? Yeah. I would say what you want to do first is look at what your options are. So if you're in a retirement plan, you know, at work, the first thing is most plans are going to give you some sort of match or an incentive. And absolutely, people, the easiest thing is to get, I call it the free money, right? You put in mm -hmm. 5%, let's say they contribute 4% as a match. So that's 80% return right there just for you putting those dollars in. I think the second thing is, you know, really challenging yourself. If you start out at X percent, go X percent plus one the next year. This idea, I say it's like trying to go up a set of stairs. If you can take two steps at a time, great. But the key is to keep moving up those stairs. And so from an investment standpoint, just percentage wise, hey, start at a level and, and sort of challenge yourself to move that level up. Fantastic. Yeah. Take those steps. I like, I, like the, I like the picture that paints there. If you can jump two steps at one time because you're increasing what's going into your 401k and your IRA at the same time, great. But just make sure you're hitting those at least one step at a time, even if you're going up them slowly. That's that's a wonderful, wonderful picture to paint. Is it a good idea to start trying to retire as soon as you start working? Should they be? Should we all be just focused immediately on retirement and nothing else? Well, I would say that you know, just being a few years older than you and having three kids, that you're going to go through these cycles where it's kind of like football or any sport. We have offense and defense. You know, there's going to be periods of time where you, when you're younger, let's say you don't have any kids yet, you're able to be pretty aggressive. And then you start having kids, you're going to have these other challenges that come in. And I think a lot of times people feel like, 
uh, oh no, I'm not putting enough away for retirement. But what happens is, you know, again, if you start in those early years, you get that compounding working for you. You know, the other side is, again, you maintain work on the debt. That's like the defense, you know, kind of keep yourself mm-hmm. from getting into trouble. Then you'll get in another cycle where you'll be able to, to you know, invest more aggressively. I do think that you want to start, though, the old saying is start with the end in mind. So, you know, to me, like retirement, I think, doesn't look anything like it used to. So and I think for a lot of people today, it is really that work-life balance, right? That I can do things that I enjoy. And I remember when I started out, I can't say that everything that I did, I loved, but I learned a lot from it. And as I got better at it, then I got to move into things that I enjoyed more. And I think if we start with the idea that, hey, I'm going to do things that need to get done X, Y, and Z, you know, to get me down the road. And then I'm going to start to figure out where I want to go. But I do think that you should start with the idea of, hey, what would this look like? Because when you visualize whatever it is, like you you want to travel more or you want to spend time with family, whatever those things are, when you visualize that, in my opinion, your plan takes on a much higher sort of degree of desire, right? And I say trying to turn a lump of coal into a diamond, right? It takes time and it takes pressure. So pressure is the things that a young person can put right away. Like, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to put 10% in, then I'm going to put 12% in, then I'm going to put 15. You know, those are things that you can do. If I'm 25, you know, you can't be 35 for 10 years, right? But you can do things right now at 25. They're going to make a huge difference when you're 35. And so I think those are the things if you start thinking about retirement or really not retirement, but hey, what would you enjoy doing? What What's going to drive you? You're going to have a much greater degree of success. Yeah, you almost get to outline your desires now so that it's easier when you're saying, hey, let's put 10% into our 401k or some really high number. It's easier if you see that, like you said, visualizing it will give you that higher level of desire. I think that's really helpful for people to get started. Yeah. One of my favorite things is to say, like once people get to the point where their like basic necessities are in order, that's when you get to have a little bit of fun of saying, what do you, what do you want to start doing? Like, yeah, we still need to make sure to take care of the basic things, but it's super fun when you get to say, Hey, these opportunities are starting to open up. What do we want to do with this money? Absolutely. And I think that applies here. So fantastic. Often uh, young adults may not have enough assets to work with a financial planner. How can they get started on their own? I I know for me, if they've listened to this podcast before, they're going to hear things like keep it simple, index funds and such. How can someone get started when they don't have those kind of qualifications to work with a professional? Well, you know, what I will say is this, you know, people spend what, five, ten dollars a day on Starbucks. And in reality, you know, they can get started relatively inexpensively um, getting coaching, you know. And so the idea, you know, you take any great athlete you know, they get coached. And so Mm -hmm. what I would say is whether it's through the internet, uh, through options in the retirement plan, there may be an advisor that's, that's an option there to have a conversation that you don't have to have a ton of money, you know, to get started in terms of research. I mean, you can go get books off the internet, you know, start taking basic concepts and, and applying those. And like I said, a lot of times, Um, it's not like you have to be a millionaire to get started. So I would say, don't think that, you know, until you get to X dollars, you can't talk to somebody 
or start, you know, making that plan. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I think that goes into the whole idea that this podcast is about. We just need to get talking about money. And like you said, it's not expensive. What do you think the value is in them talking to a coach? I know you said there is like athletes all have coaches and everything like that. Where do you think that would help someone who's young? Yeah. So, you know, part of it is, you know, at first when I'm trying to learn something, you know, like I love playing tennis. And so I go and at, at our tennis court and I have somebody teach me different things to make me better. And so one reason is just simply to gain knowledge that maybe I don't have as much time on my own. Somebody, I call it road rash. You know, I've got, I've got years of experience that I can help you because you don't have to relearn everything the hard way. You know, I've already done mm-hmm. that. One reason why I'm a financial planner is because of all the mistakes I made when I was younger. Yeah. And so I want to pass those things along to people so that they can get over the hump faster. That's fantastic. I had a podcast guest on a couple episodes ago where he shared the same idea, like learn from someone else's mistakes. Don't make them yourself. Like someone's already done it. So go ahead with that. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. This has been a good conversation. If there's anything else you'd like to add, feel free, but how can people get in contact with you? What are you working on? Do you have any resources available or a website that people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is www.gatecityadvisors.com. One of my passions is I've created a retirement income toolkit and younger people don't have to think that that means, well, not until I retire. It's on concepts like understanding where income comes from, the difference between, for example, qualified dividends versus interest income, understanding these different tools and actually helping people build that toolkit. And that's out on the website um, and they can click a link uh, to schedule an appointment. And it's a no obligation, just an opportunity to have a conversation to find out if, you know, there's a good fit to help. Fantastic. Well, this has been a really, really insightful conversation for me. I think it's going to help me adjust where my wife and I are looking and I hope everyone listening is going to be able to take it and use it as like a, that driving force to help get that wheel turning or that jet taken off. So thank you so much for joining us, Sherwood. I really appreciate it. And yeah, thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much for Sherwood for coming on today's episode. I know it was a great conversation and I hope you were able to take something away from this one. I got a couple key topics that I want to touch on that I know were impactful for me and that I think are going to be impactful for everyone listening. The first one is rethinking work and retirement. What do you want work to look like? Is it going to be something where there's a balance? Is there a work-life balance in your retirement? Are you ever going to fully stop working or do you want to find something you're passionate about? What is your retirement going to look like? Do you want your retirement to be vacations, traveling, all that sort of fun stuff? Or do you want it to be volunteering, working locally, being involved locally? What do you want your retirement to look like? This is when the conversation gets really fun and really exciting. So make sure you have this money talk, whether it's with a spouse or a friend or someone who's going to help you stay accountable on your early retirement journey. The second thing that I think is really impactful is early action. It matters a ton. I shared in this episode that my wife and I are starting to see a little bit of that compound interest machine working for us. So the earlier you get started, the quicker you can see that working and the quicker you get that bicycle wheel, as I described it, moving faster and faster into that higher gear. So make sure you get started early, even if it's something small, which takes us into one of our other main takeaways is there's a stairway to retirement. And that stairway 
is continuing to improve step by step by step each little process, whether it's increasing your 401k contribution, adding an IRA to your portfolio, whether it's opening an HSA, all these things are little steps that help you get towards retirement and get towards a tax advantaged one where you're able to do what you want to do in the future because you have a wealth of options opened up to you. Another important thing is two key factors if you're in your 20s, making sure to manage debt properly and getting something started when it comes to saving for investing. Managing debt is something we didn't really talk about in depth, but it's something that's very important and a good takeaway if you're someone who's in debt and you're starting off early, you're starting off early by putting yourself in a hole. If you're able to get that process started in your favor with investing and getting some money in the market, then you're gonna be able to make compound interest work for you. If you start out in debt, you're gonna get compound interest working in the wrong way, where the banks are profiting off of you instead of the other way around. So two key things for your 20s, manage your debt well, and get that investing started early. The last thing that I think is impactful from my conversation with Sherwood is coaching. I am a financial coach, so when he mentioned this, I loved it. I was like, yes, please share the value of coaching. You might not have enough assets to qualify to meet with an advisor, but I can guarantee there's financial coaches out there that are happy to help you get started on the right path early and for much, much cheaper. So consider coaching. I know that coaching really can help anyone. If you sit down and talk with someone who knows what they're talking about, they're gonna be able to have a helpful conversation with you that can get you on the right path quickly. Just like Sherwood mentioned, and just like Paul Merriman mentioned in a previous episode, learn from other people's mistakes. Learn from other people's advice and what they've seen other people do. That way you don't have to repeat all the same mistakes yourself. So really consider coaching if you're trying to get started because you probably don't have enough money to meet with a financial advisor, which is okay. So please consider coaching. Let's talk about the money talking points real quick. The first one is, what do you want your retirement to look like? This leads to one of my favorite conversations and one of the money talking points of my seven money talking points resource that you can find at scatterfleming.com resources. Dream a little. What do you want your retirement to look like? Really put it all out there. Do you want to be involved locally? Do you want to go on a vacation every single month? Do you want to live on the road? What do you want to do? Have a conversation with someone that you trust or that you're friends with and talk about what you want your retirement to look like. <clears throat> The second money talking point is how can you get the investment machine moving? And I mentioned this in the episode. Start simple, index funds. Keep it simple. Put your money in the S&P 500 or put it in a total market or go back and listen to my episode with Paul Merriman and maybe consider some small cap type investments. But start simple with index funds. Don't say, how can I get the investment machine moving? Oh, by going and putting all my money in Apple. It might work, but it's not really going to be what you want to do long term. Put your money in the market, put it in an index fund and get it spread out across a bunch of companies. Keep it simple. Use what you can to get that machine moving and that big gear turning. Cause once you get it going with the total market fund, you're really going to get that machine moving and you're going to get a lot of opportunities opened up to you. But let's wrap up today's episode next. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. And thank you to Sherwood Greer for coming on today's episode. I hope this was insightful for you because I know it sure was for I. I know this one was helpful for me and I hope it was helpful for you. I know this one was helpful for me to start thinking about early retirement and I hope you were able to take something away from it as well. I know there's a <clears throat> I know there's a lot of great insights from this episode, but be sure to check out Sherwood's information in the show notes and connect with him if you had any questions. But thank you for listening and thank you for watching if you're over on the YouTube side of things, but be sure to check out the YouTube channel. You can search Money Talk with Skylar Fleming on YouTube and watch video versions of the podcast or upcoming in the future is going to be some exclusive video content made for YouTube. 
so be sure to head over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I would greatly appreciate it if each of you could leave a five-star review or like this content on whatever platform you're listening on. It helps me greatly as we continue to grow and grow this podcast, so please consider sharing and leaving a review. But thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. This show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and may not be specific to your unique situation. Please be sure to do additional research before making any financial decisions.